We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Hi, everyone. This is Christina. And this is MJ. And this is another episode of A Spooky Tales, a podcast all about spooky, spooky stuff. Yeah. A spooky stuff. A what spooky, am I saying? A spooky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a spooky. <laughs> oh, I feel like it's been a while it, since we it recorded. It does feel like it's been a while. It's been like, what, two weeks? A week? Yes. Yes, it has. So if we sound unprofessional and rusty, that's why. We're, I'm coming back from a vacation. <laughs> I was vacation, by the way. You know, it was, I mean... It was good to see my family. It was bittersweet because it was the first time visiting mm-hmm. since my abuelito has been gone. And being in the house, I did. It felt like he was going to pop out of the room and, you know, say something like, Que huele mis niñas? Because that's what he always said. <laughs> um. So, but it was, it was nice being, you know, with everyone else. My abuelita and the rest of my family met my kids. Um, and you know, something else that, uh, I do like about flying to Mexico, even though it is a longer flight, there's always kids on those flights. And so my kids are not the only ones crying their asses off. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. There's like five other crying kids and half the time they're like way worse than my children. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's so understanding. Unlike flights here, everyone's like so mad if there's like one crying child. Which is so weird. It's like, yo, they're people. They have the right to exist. I understand. People hate kids. And I don't don't get it. And it's weird because it's like, um, it's, you know, people always talk about like ageism and like, don't, you know, do this and that to the elderly. But I'm like, y'all are ageist towards children. So, yeah, it's insane. I've I did not notice as much until I had my own children, too. Mm-hmm. I was never one of those people that made it their personality to fucking like absolutely hate kids. But like, man, there's. There's a subreddit for, like, my city, right? Mm -hmm. And in the subreddit, people will ask, like, oh, what breweries are, like, okay with children? And some people are so mad that people want to go and have a beer with their kids. Like, shut the fuck up. Especially because Parents want to go out, too, you know? And especially, like, (laughs) Latino communities, people are like, it's a kid's party. I'm like, yeah, and Latinos are going to bring beer and have margaritas. Those parties are wild. The the kids aren't (laughs) drinking, the adults are. Yeah, exactly. But uh, so, yeah, that is what I like about flying to Mexico. Everyone's so helpful. Um, like I I had a stroller with me, like a double stroller. Mm-hmm. And um, I did fly with Vol- Voler- Volaris because mm-hmm. they're the cheapest, um, even though they're kind of like a little ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> but but the employees are so helpful. They like closed up my stroller um opened it up back up for me in Mexico. Um, I had to go to the back uh, entrance of the plane. Mm -hmm. There was no like workers on that side, but some guy was like, Oh, do you want me to help you with the stroller? And I was like, Oh my God, thank you so much. Like, I feel like it's amazing. And he was just like the first person to walk up, but I feel like anyone on the flight would have done that. And then here people would have just walked past me fucking struggling. (laughs) (laughs) That is like, I feel that so much because, um, I live like in an all white neighborhood. And everybody here is like salados, you know what I mean? To helping others, uh, salty. I don't know, like, but you know, like that energy. Yeah. 
And it's funny because whenever it's different. I go to like a Latino neighborhood here in the city, it's like everybody's telling you, hello, hi, and do you need help with anything? Yeah. And it's like it's different. Yeah, over there, walking to the store and you pass by someone, everyone's like, buenos dias, or saludos, or what, yeah, something. And something. then like I do yeah. that here and people look at me weird. I'm like, I don't do it here because people look at me weird. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't, I, I've like, that's my brand, weird, right? So. <laughs> yeah. The on the way there, um, my flight was 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. So, but you know the time change. So we landed at 5 a.m. over there. Oh. 3 a.m. here. Uh-huh. I got it that way so the kids would sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but in in uh, so I had the we had the two seats like I was on the next to the aisle. Mateo was in the middle, and then there was just some like random guy uh, next to us. Mm-hmm. But um, he was like super nice, and he <laughs> let Mateo. Mattel like lean on him to sleep <laughs> and then at some point Mattel was just like laying across everyone like me and and the random guy and, it, and then, like, then Mattel started nose bleeding like in the middle of it and then I couldn't find my baby wipes and he's like oh I have some napkins right here and like help like it was yeah, just that, like some, but that's so helpful what I like that like okay our culture has its problems like serious mm-hmm. problems but the good is really good and they are, yeah. they tend to be very helpful. Yeah. But yeah, it was, oh, and then Mattel was a little asshole the whole time. So he didn't want to like say hi to anyone. <laughs> it was a different place. So it was new to him. Oh, and then he didn't want to walk half the time. And I'm like, you can fucking walk. I've seen you hike I've seen your three legs fucking work. miles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. My daughter used yeah. to be like, oh no, I can't walk. My legs are failing. And then she just like, <laughs> like pretend collapse. Like clearly not collapsing. Oh god! She's just like they're yeah. pretending, acting dramatic, and then I'll be like, I would be like to Andrew, be like, "That's your problem, right? That you go pick her up. You carry you him. Carry yeah. Her. Then my mom, my mom and my abuelita would be like, let him walk. He's old enough.' And Carmen was like carrying him, like, "No, I'll just carry him." She's like, "One day he's gonna be too old to carry." And my mom was like, "Okay, but you can let him walk." <laughs> no, no you're you know how Mexican like, moms are. <laughs> yeah. He's so but old Carmen today. is um she's the best tia. So she carried Mateo during on all the super rocky roads. Oh, <laughs> oh she's awesome. Oh, another hilarious thing, like uh nobody uses car seats over there, right? Oh, oh, uh, so yes. yeah, super dangerous. Um but I didn't tell Kyle. I was like he's like, Are you taking the car seats? And I was like, Nope. <laughs> and then he's like um what oh someone over there has some like for you to borrow and i was like uh no they're not a thing over there then he was just like what and i was like it's fine it's fine and then uh when we got picked up at the airport by a taxi we took a taxi to my Mm -hmm. abuelita's house so we were just all in the back seat together um which was very exciting for both children because you know they're usually in the car seat so they were just like oh my god we're just like wandering the back seat but uh (laughs) i turned and like there's a truck next to me (laughs) <laughs> and the kids are just in the back of the truck and like it's the freeway <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's literally how it is so, i yeah. remember like um um I, I used to travel like that when i was younger <laughs> oh my god it is yeah i mean like you'll straight up turn and see people on like motorcycles or scooters With and their, the kids yeah. like squeeze sandwiched in between two yeah. people <laughs> i mean it's it's like what so, the, yeah. the 80s in america pretty much didn't they used to like just let kids did sit? they do that i don't I think know so. I'm i wasn't sure here it was, like, in the 80s, 80s or the no. 70s 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so they know. Oh, anyway, um, oh, and one more thing about my trip, and then we'll get to the, the spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll also put timestamps, so if you don't want to hear about updates or, like, our lives, you can skip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I will judge you. Anyway, um, <laughs> I wanted to go to all the spooky places we've talked about, mm-hmm. but it was raining the whole time. Oh, and also, I had my children, and, like, you know how they say spirits are, like, more attracted to yes, children? Yes, yes. Um, I was like, ugh, I don't, don't want to risk it. <laughs> I fully believe that, and, like, even, like, <sighs> this is, like, one thing I do believe. Because when my son went to uh, my husband's friend's funeral, um, he he. You've said this story, yes, yeah. He kept I remember on this. My husband's your, friend, your yeah, his friend, yeah. It was exactly, and so I was like, I don't want to go to these places, and then one of them, something's gonna attach themselves to them. No thanks. Mm. <laughs> but and it was like horrible weather the whole time. Of course, this week looks prettier, but it was raining. Oh, you know what? And one more thing about Mexico. I'm just going to keep doing this. Yeah, could just keep on. Like, give me all the, the, the um, tea. Okay, so you know how uh, I've talked about the marble that everyone hears, yes. right? Yeah, so and if you're new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. We're usually not this chatty before our topic. <laughs> but I have said this story before where around midnight, there's like a like so my my abuelita's house is two stories and my tío lives at the top and then there's like an extra room where my tía and her uh, my cousin used to live before they moved mm-hmm. um and like I always got weird vibes up there I didn't like being up there mm-hmm. um and it always it was always felt cold I I didn't know anything behind it though mm-hmm. and then like a year ago my mom told me and Carmen that like everyone hears a marble rolling down the stairs Ugh. at midnight and then one of my I think it was one of my cousins that saw like a kid crouch down under. So we have like there's like a washing machine mm-hmm. and then next to it, there's like a big, big sink where you can yeah, yeah. wash things by hand. Uh-huh. Underneath that, he saw like a, what looked like a kid crouch <gasps> down Oh, and he almost passed out. <laughs> I would have passed out. Yes. So that is the backstory behind this marble, right? And so apparently no one hears and no one has heard it in a while. Um, that's what my abuelita said. But but they started talking about it. And then Car- me and Carmen, of course, we're like little weenies. Like we belong in Weenie Hut Jr. And I, I like I read about all this stuff, but I don't want to see anything. So I was like deathly, deadly afraid the whole, every night. Like, oh, my God, what if I hear it? <laughs> but um we were sitting at the table one day and uh, eating and Mateo was next to Carmen. And then he was like, what's that behind you? And he said it like that. Ooh. And then Carmen was like, what? What? <laughs> and then he was like, it's Abuelita Carmen. And I'm like, why are you talking like that? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> what? What? Why? And Carmen was so, we were both scared. And I was just, and he literally said it in that voice, like his scary story voice. And I was like, why? Why is he doing this? Oh my God, that's so, um, I mean, that's so terrifying and hilarious. He should have been like, I so learned strange. it from you, mom. Yeah, something. But. But later that day, no, Carmen was gone already. And so I didn't tell her, but he kept saying, like, where is my little friend? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I think he was talking about my uncle. I think he was just like saying friend, but he kept saying little friend. And I was like, no, my Theo's not home. He's at work. But then he was like, no, my other little friend. And I was like, uh, there's no other little friend. Okay. 
<laughs> you have no other. So, you're not allowed to have another there, little friend. There is no other little friend in this house. And leaving, I was like, nothing follow me. If there is something here, if there is a little friend, fucking stay here. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I'd be like, nope, we're, we're, we're staying in a hotel. <laughs> yeah, nope, we're leaving. <laughs> no little friend for you. <laughs> yeah, it was strange. That. Um, and he only said it like that one day. He didn't say it again, but it was it was weird. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's just a little bit of my trip. <laughs> I bet you ate yummy food, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, my abuelita made, made us gorditas. Oh, and I had some yesterday. We had that like three days in a row. <laughs> Oof. And it was super delicious. <laughs> and then she made this like... Uh, huevos con chile mm -hmm. and and we had that with frijoles and it was just so good and the polvorones over there like you know this mm -hmm. like soft well over here they're not soft but over there they're so soft and you just like break in your mouth um so we had some of those oh yes yes my my tia mailed me some from mexico like nice yes two a month ago two months ago and it was just it was so good that that stuff disappeared yeah. it's so good yeah, yeah, and they don't make them like that here, and I don't know why. Preservatives, maybe, you think? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but none of them are soft. Mm -mm. No matter what bakery I've gone to here, they're not soft, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, if you listen to all that, thanks. <laughs> if not, welcome. Here's the listener's story. <laughs> Unless you had anything else to add during your time off, MJ? Um... What were you doing? <laughs> Uh, no, I, all I've been doing is like uh, planning my son's uh, sixth grade trip, which is tomorrow. I have anxiety because I'm a helicopter parent and it's like the first time he's going to be gone for several days without me or any oh. adult. Like it's just his class. So yeah, I have anxiety. Oh, but, I had one of those. It was super fun. Yeah. So he's he's excited. We went camping. I'm the one like yeah. losing my mind over here. He's like, it's fine, mom. I like, I know it's <laughs> yeah. fine. It's just empty nest. Yeah, it's syndrome. gonna be fine. He's he's gonna have fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much okay, it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What was it? Oh, um, one more thing before we get to the story. Thank you to everyone that uh, joined the Patreon last month and helped us donate to uh, Taller Salud. Is the organization I chose for hurricane relief for Puerto mm -hmm. Rico. Um, we were able to donate. I added like 20 bucks of my own. So we were able to donate like a hundred. Um, not something we will normally do because um, I need money <laughs> to make up the cost of the podcast mm -hmm. and to buy things for the Patreon members too. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking going forward, maybe we choose like a percentage to go towards something like this mm -hmm. every month. That'd be cool. Be down. Um, so yeah, if you want to help us in that, then join the Patreon. You'll get bonus episodes, which we should record one soon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we should. Yeah, and monthly goodies, and you'll get to vote on movie nights, which I have to schedule to. I put up a poll, and I have to look at that, too. So yeah, thank you, Patreons, for being patient with us, because I know we've been a little absent on there <laughs> yes. since I've been gone. But we'll get back to it. And yeah, I'll I'll get those movie nights scheduled. Um, and yeah. Um, time for the listener story, finally. <laughs> um, 
So yes, if you have stories for us to read on the podcast, you can email us at spookytales at gmail.com or you can DM us on any of our socials. We love receiving them. And so here goes this one. Hi, guys. So here's my scary story. I used to live in a haunted apartment with my husband and our two kids. Shortly after moving in, my husband and I heard odd sounds at night. One night, we were laying down when suddenly we heard a loud bang in the shower, as though someone or something had fallen. We went to check it out, but there was nothing there. On another occasion, we heard as though someone was opening our front door. My husband armed himself with a kitchen knife and went throughout the whole apartment, but could not locate anything out of place. At night, we would also feel as if something or someone was watching us. At one point, I would sleep with the blanket over my head and I would hold it until daylight because whenever getting up in the middle of the night to use the restroom, I would feel as if someone was watching me and just like an urgency to bucket. For the uninitiated, bucket means to like run. I'm sure most people know that, but maybe someone doesn't. (laughs) There's someone out there who doesn't. There has to be, yes, which is why I wanted to to define it. Okay, and uh, let me continue here. In addition, my son at one point began putting things such as shoes by our bedroom to wedge the door, like to prevent someone from coming into our bedroom. When we asked him why he did it, he told us, so the monster won't come in. Mm. <laughs> we found it so odd because if I had to get up in the middle of the night to get a drink of water... My son would wake up too and rearrange the shoes to wedge the door again. During the time we lived there, my husband would experience many bouts of sleep paralysis and he was sick all the time and had very low energy. We lived there for about two to three years and then moved to a larger place. Sometime after moving out, I was telling my mom everything that went on in the apartment and she's told me something that shook me. My daughter, she was about eight years old and slept in her own bedroom, would tell my mom that she could hear someone walking around her room at night. On many occasions, she would feel it leaning in and kissing her on the cheek. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, Oh, that got me. And my mom. That one got me. I know. I I, I am scared right now. I'm a little bit scared. Yeah. Tengo miedo. Tengo miedo. (laughs) Tengo miedo. Oh, my God. And my mom would tell her, I, mija, it's just your mom going in to pick up your mess and wishing you a good night. But I never did any of that. Neither did my husband. I guess it was attached to my daughter. After some time, I looked up information on that place. It turns out that a man was murdered there some years ago and he left behind a young daughter. Therefore, it makes sense why he never bothered her. Maybe they meant to say why he bothered her mm-hmm. not never but did bother her or i mean i guess it wasn't malicious it's just it like fucking protective. creepy yeah yeah it is creepy wow that's i mean I, I it doesn't sound evil but i would still be terrified yeah same <laughs> it's just it's yeah i mean i wouldn't like it if i like a like someone who doesn't have permission to kiss me on the cheek in real life like another person let alone a ghost Exactly. I would feel violated still. <laughs> yes. I'd be like, who are you? Violated and scared. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's creepy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, an excellent start to uh, 
the episode. Yes. <laughs> um, how many stories do you have? I have a two, a, like a third one ish, kinda, but mostly two. They're really short though. They're like it's like I wrote like a page, at most. I know. I glanced at your notes but forgot what they look like already. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what well, do you want to go first? I can. They're really short. Let's do it. All right. So, um, oh, wait, I haven't even said what we're talking about. Oh, yes. We're talking about <laughs> legends from Costa Rica. I usually say this in the beginning before we even talk about anything. And I completely forgot. Yeah, you were yes. giving us all the cheese mess. So I know I was all the tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you know, um, well, no, I'll save this till the end. All right. Yes. Costa Rica. That's what we're talking yes. about. Go on, MJ. <laughs> So uh, this this next story is a modern legend, and it is believed that the Cartagena Soccer Club is cursed. This all began in 1941 when after winning the national championship, team members of the soccer club rode their horses through the cathedral at the Basilica of Our Lady of the Angels in Cartago. That was a mouthful. Um, Yes. (laughs) It is believed that after they were told to leave, the priest had some things to say about their behavior. And according to legend, the priest said that they would not win a championship until all the players who committed the sacrilege died. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were there was another curse placed on the team on the team at the same time as the priests had cursed them. This one isn't known why, but judging on their rowdy behavior. I can imagine. And again, this is speculation, not confirmation. Nobody knows why the second quote unquote curse was what was put on them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was de- what was described as a voodoo doll was placed under the team's home field. These two curses are believed oh. to have come together for a decades long curse. This curse lasted 81 years. That's a long time. Whew. And yeah. they actually, quote unquote, broke the curse this year in July. And the Car- Cartagena soccer team won the championship. They celebrated not just for winning, but also because many believed that the curse was finally broken and that they could start winning championships from now on. So good on them. Oh, my God. I love that one. That this reminds me of the team that like my abuelito just like adored um, Atlas. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't know, it's like the other team in Guadalajara. So Guadalajara has Chivas and Atlas. Mm-hmm. And Atlas was like known for losing. Mm-hmm. Um, my abuelito said he was like five or six when he watched them win and um, the championship. And they had not won a championship for years. The curse of los rojinegros, like they were, they would say that they were also cursed, mm-hmm. and they actually won uh, December of last uh, last year, last December. Uh, they won the championship. I think it was that time frame. Um, and my abuelito, he got to see them win before he passed. Um, so that was so beautiful. That is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and like for Christmas, everyone surprised him and everyone took pictures. Well, everyone that was over here took pictures with uh, Atlas jerseys. And then over there, everyone was dressed in either red or black to take a picture with him in his jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, uh, so was beautiful. Cute. Yeah. There's a lot and, of stories um, of like, uh, what is it called? Uh-huh. Sport teams that are cursed. Cursed. Yeah, yeah. What are you guys doing? Um it's just a rival that's like, curse you. You beat us this year. 
Yeah. But yeah, it was a long time that they didn't win. Uh, so that just reminded me of them. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's such a cute story, though. I'm I'm happy that your grandpa got to see his team win. Oh, my gosh. Me too. All of us were so happy. Uh, and they had some sort of like memorial thing for him made uh, with some out of glass mm-hmm. when they went to go to that guy's shop. Um, he was like so many people that saw them win the first time and then saw them win again mm-hmm. this time are passing away. Like there's not that many of them left just because they're all getting older, including mm-hmm. his own dad. Um, so he remembered because uh, I think when they won, my mom and my tias went to that guy to get something made. Then they went back when my abuelito passed away to get something new made. And oh. then he was like, oh, I remember you guys because we had that conversation and he was like, he was just so sorry. For, he was like, I'm so sorry for your loss. Because he, I mean, he lost his own father, who was also a Natras fan. So, yeah, that was just uh, another, I don't know. Another touching moment. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um. Anyway, yeah, let's get back to the spooky stories yeah. before I get sad. <laughs> okay, I'll do my best to distract you. Um. And this uh, second story is about Ricón de la Vieja. And when I first read this, I was like, that's a weird name. And in my mind, I conjured up images of like an old building at a corner of some street. Um, Mm -hmm. Ricón de la Vieja translates to corner of the old woman. And you can see why I, you know, thought old building and stuff. But I was wrong. It's a volcano in a national park. (laughs) Oh, it's a volcano. Yes. Okay. That's why I was like, I was like, not have guessed that. Yeah, me either. I was like, what? But um, the story (laughs) and how it gets its name is, it's sad, but like it has a nice ending. I would would say. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. It's gorgeous. I'm gorgeous. Making up words here. (laughs) 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 It's it's very like it's a gorgeous scenery. It's so beautiful, and I it gave me really bad wanderlust but okay let's get into the story uh the indigenous legend starts off with princess kurubanda daughter of the kurubande chief princess kurubanda falls in love with prince i'm hold on i'm gonna ha- i'm gonna have trouble saying this and i apologize ahead of time mishkoak i think it's m-i-x-c-o-a-c mishkoak i think Okay, yeah, probably. He was the son of the enemy tribe, and Princess Kurubanda's father found out about them, and he threw Mishkoak in the live volcano. Oh. Yeah, they were they were star-crossed lovers. Um, and the princess was heartbroken. She left her tribe and made her home at the top of the volcano. She became a hermit, and while living at the top of the volcano, she gained healing powers. She became a curandera of sorts. Um, people needing cures would seek her out at the top of the volcano. And this is where the name Rincón de la Vieja comes from. This was her little corner in the world where she could heal the sick and mend her heart. And judging by uh, the name, which I forgot to add to my notes, but judging by the name, I would think that she lived to be, you know, she lived to be an old woman, which is... Wow. I, I, I feel like... um. Growing old is a gift that not many people get. 
as clear from the story. Mm -hmm. So I think she lived her life and became a healer after her heartbreak. And it's such a, I mean, it's such a lovely story to um, how the volcano got its name. And the place, like I said, it's gorgeous. It's, it has waterfalls, hot spring, and the volcano itself. It's green. It's beautiful. And I understand why she decided to leave society and become a hermit. Because same. I would do the same. That's beautiful, though. I would yeah, do the same. For sure. It's so pretty. <laughs> I love how many times you said yeah, I would do the same. This is literally my life plan. Is you to needed like, to emphasize it. Is to like make it rich and live like build my own little home in the middle of the forest away from everyone and go off grid. That's that's my life plan. I can't do it. I need access to the internet. That I do need that. But I'll like, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure yeah. it out. You need to be able to continue this podcast. Okay. <laughs> no. Me in the middle of nowhere living in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, it's MJ from the woods. <laughs> That's like me, though. I would love a, like a home in the forest. I think they're so beautiful for like the rich people that are able to like have all the amenities and like places like that i'm like man i'm so jealous yeah nice house yeah. all everything you need electricity and look at your view it's gorgeous that's that's my dream <laughs> yeah i don't know that i would like to live in it permanently but um vacation in it yeah yeah like a second home <laughs> <laughs> when you need a break like you need to disconnect like i'm gonna go there for a few days and then come back to my house full of um movies and a restaurants nearby <laughs> <laughs> that would yeah okay i i agree i would need a restaurant like 30 minute drive yeah. from anywhere you know but like no okay, neighbors for yeah. 30 minutes at least i'll be nice <laughs> <laughs> um, but i have a sec a third it's kind of story, not really. Oh, I forgot. I thought you had, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, did you do anything with myths of of uh, Semana Santa? No, I okay. didn't. But I love those. So, um, so I'm gonna be reading because this is the last minute story that I found, and I just screenshotted it straight from the website. So I'm gonna be <laughs> reading directly from Costa Rica Monkey Tours .com. And what a name! Um, <laughs> yeah, and this is directly from their website. Myths of Semana Santa. Semana Santa is not only associated with the death and subsequent return of Jesus Christ in what is known as Easter, but it's also known for some strange happenings in Costa Rica. Semana Santa is known as Holy Week in English. It carries strange traditions in North America and England, with children seeking candied and dyed eggs left by some magical giant bunny. It also carries with it strange traditions in Costa Rica. People in Costa Rica have associated certain superstitions with the holiday that center on swimming, land-based activities, and certain unexplainable phenomena. Some of the tales that come, for, that come about during Semana Santa include stories of mermaids grabbing swimmers as warning against entering the ocean at this time. Many people really? rush to the beach okay. when the Semana Santa vacation kicks off and often drink too much. Every year, people die in automotive accidents 
and water-related accidents at this time of year. The legend may have started much earlier, but it's probably is a result of people losing their loved ones at this time of year. So I thought that was interesting. Mermaids yeah, attacking people on Semana Santa. And that is interesting. I've never heard that, but it makes sense that, you know, they would try to look for an explanation on all these drownings mm-hmm. instead of uh, saying, don't drink and swim. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the mermaid got them. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, people, people will make great stories to explain. <laughs> that would make Probably. I, I would imagine. So if not, let's make it. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about it, but let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and then they could blame the mermaid. <laughs> That's Sirena. Yeah. Got him. It's like a beer brand. <laughs> Sirena Brewery. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that that is interesting. There's always stories about Semana Santa too. Because mm-hmm. you're supposed to be like, you know, on your best behavior. And when you're not, <laughs> the devil comes for you. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our little haunted break. I want to give a shout out to our amazing Patreons and especially our newest patrons, Maribel and Gina. Thank you so much for joining the Patreon and thank you to the rest of our Patreons. Mimi, Diana, Ashes, Anne, Janie, Michelle, Monica, Modesto, Cynthia, Perla, Jesenia, Dalia, Rene, Iris, Ghost Train, and Bartown Charity. Your support means the world to us. If you want to join the Patreon, go ahead and head on over to patreon.com slash tales. You'll gain access to bonus episodes. We try to do two a month, but always at least one. You get to vote on the movie night uh, polls where you choose the movie night that we're going to be watching and monthly goodies like stickers. And if you join the highest tier, no mames, super serious and spooky, then you get an exclusive keychain. But don't worry. If you cannot support us monetarily, then you are not missing out on anything. The best support that you can give us is just listening to our episodes here. So thank you for doing that. Um, Are you uh, ready for my stories? Yes, I am ready. So this following legend is the whole reason I wanted to do Costa Rica Legends, just because I've done a TikTok on it, but I haven't, we haven't covered it on the podcast. So uh, this is the legend of La Tule Vieja. Sometimes... Spelled Tuli Vieja, so T-U-L-I instead of an E. The Tule is like a type of uh, plant that people make a hat out of. Mm. Um, And this could be heard in Costa Rica and Panama. So legend tells that long ago there was a beautiful young woman, you know, as per usual. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she was in love, but the love of her life was a married man and their relationship was a sin. She ended up pregnant and gave birth to a little baby boy. But this baby and this relationship, it was all wrong. It could not exist because he was married and they were having, you know, premarital sex. Mm -hmm. So to hide her sin, she went to the local river and drowned the baby boy. And for this, she was punished by God. He transformed her into a hideous creature. She was no longer a beautiful woman. Her face now resembled a pasta strainer and hairs came out of the holes in her face. What? Yeah. (laughs) Her hands were turned into claws and her feet were turned backwards. She was short with a thick body, tangled hair and swollen breasts. And I will say that sounds like me after I gave birth. (laughs) (laughs) 
think that's all of us. <laughs> when you're going on like all of us 72 short. hours without sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Tangled hair. Yeah. Okay, so let me continue here. <laughs> Her swollen breasts leak milk and ants follow the trail of milk behind her. She wears a thule hat and is cursed to forever seek the son she murdered. And uh, the reason her breasts are swollen is because she's like ready to nurse the baby she killed, but she can't because mm-hmm. he's not there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's said that she is attracted to the cries of newborn babies. And it's often in rural areas where the night is quiet and, you know, if there's a crying baby, that's like the loudest sound. Mm -hmm. Sometimes she confuses the howl of a dog for the cry of a baby. And she's often blamed for uh, missing babies. If If babies go missing, then she is said to have taken them, confusing them for the son that she is looking for. But crying babies are not the only people she seeks. She also seeks revenge on irresponsible men, especially irresponsible fathers, appearing to them as a beautiful woman with giant breasts. (laughs) (laughs) They are attracted to her and invite her to dance only to meet the horrifying creature as they get closer. And, um, you know, she wants to kill them. (laughs) That's fair. The uh, only way, yeah. I stand. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the only way to save themselves is to pray the prayer of Alabado sea el Santísimo. I don't know what that is in English. I'm sorry. I should have looked it I up. I don't even know what it's the a prayer is in Spanish. Uh, that's true. I don't know either. I'm a terrible Catholic, ex-Catholic. <laughs> My tia would be ashamed of me. Actually, if she knew, she would. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't talk about it. <laughs> and... In some versions of the legend, the tule plant, um, I think it's just tool. I don't know in English. Tool, I don't know. I have no idea. It's like it's like almost weed looking like like weed grass type stuff. Weeds like big uh, grassy plants. I'll take I'll post pictures of them, but they're all over uh, really Latin America. These plants. Mm. Anyway, um, this plant can repel la tule vieja in some versions of the legend. Uh, there's also another version of the legend where La Tule Vieja was never a beautiful woman. Instead, she was an old lady who w- always wore the hat. Uh, she even slept with it on. <laughs> hmm. And she also hated kids. Uh, she would chase them in anger, like uh, get off my lawn energy, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then on a windy day, her hat uh, was blown off her head and it landed in the river And she drowned trying to get the hat. And ever since then, her spirit haunts the river specifically, uh, looking for kids to scare. Um, So that's another version of La Tule Vieja. However, my favorite version is the first one where she's (laughs) she's short, thick, with swollen swollen breasts that leak milk and ants follow her. And she's fugly. (laughs) That's my favorite version. It is a wild, like, really wild image. If you, when you yes, the, yeah, the with holes in her AI. face. Like, what? Yeah. The first <laughs> the first time I tried to post this on TikTok, I posted it and it got views so fast and then it was banned <laughs> because of the, because I posted the picture of her. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to like blur breasts. it out. <laughs> so I redid the whole thing and like blurred out her um, boobs. So that's up on the TikTok if you want to watch it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just, I was dying that it was like, I was like, okay, I could see why that one was banned. <laughs> I mean, it's just a drawing, you know, but. I, yeah, I know. Like, I think TikTok takes it too far. It's like, I understand yeah, They be banning the wrong stuff. Yeah, they, they really do because they allow some people to say some, anyways. Yeah. We shall not get into that. No, no, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> so um, this uh, legend is so well known. It's commonly used as a phrase. So like when a man is dating a woman who like she seemed charming at first, but then she isn't. They'll be like, le salió la tule vieja. <laughs> oh my God. La tule vieja emerged. Uh, and then when dating, young men are warned to ensure that the woman they're interested in isn't secretly a tule vieja. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Which was just funny to me. You know what? I'm going to be a tule vieja. No. <laughs> but it was it's a very, like, Yorona-like story. The, yeah, the first version of it. Yeah. Or or all those, you know, um, women ghosts that we love. La Siguanaba, La Sucia, where, you know, they're, like, dating a man. And then, you know, they kill a baby. And then they haunt kids and men. <laughs> yes. They, they, uh, yeah. So, it's a common trope. These are my favorite stories. But, yeah. like, let's go back to the hat. Fedoras are evil, guys. We've been saying it. We've been yeah, saying Yeah, this is um, this is better than a fedora. So let's expand it to all hats are evil. All hats. <laughs> all paranormal hat-wearing yeah. creatures are evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this uh, next legend, uh, there's two versions of it. So I'm going to be sharing one and then the other. This is El Diablo Chingo, <laughs> which um, <laughs> I thought was a funny name. Uh, I don't think they mean like, you know, how we use it uh, as Mexicans or I mean, we're, I don't think Mexicans are the only ones. I don't know. I don't hear my dad say it a lot. So I don't know that a lot of Salvadorans say it. wonder if it means the same thing. You guys uh, like non-Mexicans, let us know. I don't think so. I think it's a bull. Oh. In this story. Oh. I don't think it's like chingon or chinga tu madre. Like, I don't think it's it that. Like just pretty much the F word? Or am I, uh, do I have it wrong? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah. But I don't think it means that here. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, let's get into the legend. This is a popular legend in Costa Rica. It began to appear during the uh, time of Spanish colonization, and it originated in the northwestern province of Guanacaste. Uh, El Chingo is said to be the devil himself in the form of a bull. The beast has no tail but horns and eyes that are enveloped in flames. No one is safe from El Chingo. <laughs> I just can't say it because I start laughing. <laughs> uh, this is terrible. So I'm so immature. <laughs> anyway, no one is safe from El Chingo since it's said both animals and people are frightened by it. Legend has it that the terrifying bull mostly appears in the oldest haciendas of the province and scares away the cattle. In order to av avoid such an appearance with, and with no regard that it was a holy day, Oh, this has to do with Semana Santa, too. No, oh, weird. Okay. So, <laughs> in order to avoid such an appearance and with no regard that it was a holy day, the capataz of one of the haciendas made the unfortunate decision to tell his workers to round up the cattle on Good Friday. The workers who were reluctant at first uh, because doing such a job or doing, a, doing such a thing on a holy day was disrespectful, eventually did it out of fear of losing their jobs. 
Once the cattle were gathered and the sun set, the chingo appeared in front of the capataz and his workers. The workers were understandably scared, but that didn't stop the capataz from asking the workers to capture the bull so they could make it part of the hacienda's cattle. The task soon proved to be impossible, and workers realized there was no way they could encircle or lasso the bull. Being unable to accept defeat, the capataz threw himself in front of the bull while yelling that he'll die capturing the bull or spend the rest of his life chasing it. The workers, who were smarter, gave up and returned to the hacienda. Good on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could not pay me enough. They waited. Yeah, no, same. <laughs> they waited all night for the capataz to return, but he was never seen again. Since then, in the Guanacaste Plains, they tell that at 3 o'clock every Good Friday, two shadows can be seen passing one after the other, and the cry of a sabanero herding cattle, and at the distance, a dog barking and the roar of a bull. So yeah, he's still, he's still chasing mm-hmm. the El Chingon. No, not Chingon, my bad, El Chingo. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> That was great. Right? (laughs) Okay, and then um, this is uh, another similar legend. Um, So this is the story of Ramon Luna, an hacienda worker who died trying to lasso an enormous bull called El Escorpion. The bull eventually attacked and killed Luna. Since his death, Luna's shadow appears on different haciendas, making his presence felt and scaring away the bulls. Um, But unlike the first legend, this is only Ramon Luna. Only his ghost Mm. appears, not the other bull. Uh, So interesting. (laughs) That is strange. Yeah. And I have one more. All right. Uh, And I remembered about this because I did a TikTok on just one part of this. Uh, So this is Hospital San Juan de Dios. Mm-hmm. This hospital is in the city of San Jose in Costa Rica, and it's said to be haunted with different spirits. One of the most well-known legends is that of La Monja del Vaso, the nun with the cup, or nun of the cup, with the cup. I don't know. With the it's hard to translate translation. Yeah. Is. yeah. She has a cup and she's a nun. That's really what you need the to important know. parts are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So nuns used to staff hospitals. It was like common, you know, a lot of hospitals were part of Catholic organizations or mm-hmm. part of the church. And so this hospital was no different. Um, so during these times, there was a patient who was dying and his dying wish was a cup of water. And there was a nun that refused this patient's wish. <laughs> Just like, what? Why are you a nun? <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. And so she let him die without giving him the cup of water. When it was her time to die, she regretted what she had done all those years ago. As a result of her regret, her spirit wanders the hospital, offering the sick a cup of water. And her spirit cannot rest until someone accepts her cup of water. But out of fear, no one ever does because she can be seen like floating. She's not touching the ground. So no one's going to accept her cup of water. Yeah, they're all going to (laughs) run. Exactly. Uh, so it said that when she visits a patient's room, some, she doesn't always offer water. Sometimes she just visits patients' rooms and she's like at the foot of their bed. 
But people feel a sense of peace, not like they're not scared when she does this. Mm -hmm. But when if someone uh, if someone runs into her in the hallways of the hospital, then people feel a sense of like dread and cold and fear. Mm. Um, So that's weird. That's strange. (laughs) Yeah. Other ghosts have been reported at this hospital. Many have seen the spirit of a tall man dressed in black wearing a white hat. Hats, man. Yep. Um, so this is usually in the hem- hematology section of the hospital, which I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know uh, that. It's a hem- isn't hematology blood? So would it be? Yeah, like- I just don't know why a hospital would have a section of that. I feel like that would be a separate building. I don't. I mean, like a separate place. I don't know. Obviously, I don't work at a hospital. I have I don't no know. idea. <laughs> I would imagine it's like maybe they mean they- like the lab. Yeah, I think they. That's probably what they mean. The lab. Yeah, there's also people. Um, when people recover from surgery, they report seeing the spirit of an elderly lady at the foot of their bed. <laughs> oh, my God. So, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Many have seen a woman in a red dress wander the halls. Uh, employees, nurses, and doctors all claim that duendes pinch them during night shifts. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I'm this out. hospital I'm sounds not, like... like <laughs> yo, just let me like, yeah. bleed there. <laughs> I need I need a show of this hospital with all with each episode just focusing on a different ghost. Yeah. <laughs> uh the ghost of a former doctor has been seen oh. wandering the halls. They have everything. And then else. on the third floor, yeah, I'm not even done. This is there's one last part. <laughs> on the third floor of this hospital, screams can be heard and the disembodied cries of newborn babies. Oh no. Um, yeah and then wheelchairs and gurneys are said to move on their own and sometimes the beds of the hospital seem to make themselves like nobody made them but they're made (laughs) oh no 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 i'm out (laughs) yeah yeah so um yeah that is the el hospital san juan de dios (laughs) they have everything there it's like it's like it's like a like a like a paranormal hunter's wet dream just go there (laughs) yeah really (laughs) yeah so someone needs to go there and investigate not i yes not us but someone Someone else (laughs) for sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah those are the stories that i had do you uh what do we do after this oh oh my god yeah uh spooky recommendations do you have any i what have I? Oh, that um, aside from Paranormal Cotton Camera, not much. I actually have not watched a lot of shows. I did watch um, Hocus Pocus two. I thought it was cute. I like cried. Oh, I was gonna ask. I haven't seen it. I cried. I considered not watching it because apparently Bette Midler, the redheaded witch, mm-hmm. um, is like transphobic. But I was like, uh, I don't know. I'll probably watch it. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, um, yeah, I just... Yeah, I, I saw that on Twitter. I cried. I don't know. I might... Yeah. I cried at the end. The ending was so, like... <sighs> okay. I and, probably won't but anyways, watch anyways, uh, and then I watched... What is it called? Um, Werewolf by Night, which I really liked. Oh, uh, yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel so bad because some... Pod- I think you were on this podcast talking about some other Marvel thing, and they were like, do you want to come on and talk about it? And I was like, uh... I don't know enough about Marvel or care about Marvel. <laughs> I watched this because Gael um, Bernal. Garcia Bernal is in it. And because of the word werewolf, I don't know. I know nothing about Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I actually don't know much about like werewolf by night. This is like 
I, I like Marvel. Like, I'm really into it, but I'm not like the universe is so big. I'm not going like, yeah. to invest my. I have my favorites. That's all I'm going to say. Um, yeah, but this was fun. I enjoyed it. It was it's a really fun good. werewolf thing. It was really good. I didn't know nothing about it, and I still watched it, and it was a fun watch. I recommend it for mm-hmm. sure. And what else? I um, especially if you like, I feel like there's not enough werewolf stuff out there. So yeah, this was fun. I, I feel like the last good one. Oh God, I can't even remember the last good werewolf because I never watched that Teen Wolf stuff. I was like, that looks ridiculous. Oh, I I watched was it good? too much of that. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a teen show, you know. Oh. I enjoyed it when I was a teen. Yes, <laughs> I did stop watching at some point just because I grew out of it. Um, so I never finished it. But at the time, I enjoyed it. I could never There's get into that. There's one werewolf movie Carmen and I watched. Um, but I really was obsessed with um, Michael Sheen as the werewolf. <laughs> in Which, Underworld. What is that one? In Underworld, oh, the first yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. I have a thing for Michael Sheen. <laughs> That's funny. Like, even like to this day, I'm like, what? Michael Sheen? Where? <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Um that's right. Carmen and I watched Werewolves Within, and I recommended it, like, I don't know, probably a year ago on this podcast. Like, it's been a while. Yeah, we need more um, Werewolves. No, movies. probably. Like, good yeah, ones. Yeah, Werewolf, Werewolves Within is fun. That's a fun movie. Not like um, romance werewolves, like, just horror. Fun werewolf movies. Yeah. Or good horror. Yeah, yeah good horror. One um, I've been meaning to watch, and I still haven't. What's it called? Um ginger snap or something like that oh or... yeah i've never i haven't seen that one either ginger snap yeah i need to watch it it's i think it's on i forgot where it is i think it's on shutter but um i just have not seen it um but yeah i do want more werewolf movies mm-hmm. and i want like more kids um, horror movies because i've been stuck watching scooby-doo which i love i love scooby-doo don't get me wrong like you put on scooby-doo i am are you looking for yeah like the in between where it's like a little scarier but not too scary yet, yeah, or like I, yeah, I've been going through the entire Disney catalog and the Netflix catalog. Um, what was that? So oh, I went through all okay. like Scooby Doo. My favorite, like, uh, I love uh, Halloween kids movies. I don't care. Like I'll watch <laughs> a, a good yeah. kids show. Like uh, Night Books is so good. One of my favorites. I have to see that. We've been watching Nightmare Before Christmas a ton. Um, and what's the other one? Uh, the Scooby-Doo Ghoul School. I like that one. One of my favorites. What is that on? I don't remember what it's on. I haven't watched it this year. I watched it last year. I have oh, yet okay. to watch it. So far, it- Mattel has only asked for Nightmare Before... Nightmare- I have to put on shows for him or he won't ask for anything except the usuals. Mm-hmm. Um, but he loves Oogie Boogie. So that's why we've been watching Nightmare Before Christmas a ton. I want to say there's something else. Halloween Town. I loved it as oh, a yeah. kid. Classic. So, sometimes I'm like, oh my, like watching it as an adult. I'm like, oh my God, this is so cheesy. Like that reminds me, um, my my daughter made me watch uh, Zombies, Disney Zombies. Oh my God, it was oh, so yeah, cringe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like my pen. secondhand embarrassment the whole time. <laughs> That's funny. She loves it. Um, oh, she you need to. It. You need to. Um, <laughs> you need to watch. Did you ever watch? Uh, fuck. What's it called? I Zombie. No, I haven't watched I Zombie. Is it good? You need to watch that. I will watch yes, that. Yes, our king uh, Rahul is in it. Oh. <laughs> you had me at. <laughs> I'm like obsessed with him, yeah. you guys. <laughs> we both. Yeah, are. I. We are, yeah. That's why I watch uh, Bly Manor and Haunting of Hill you know House what? and I'm, Midnight I'm Mass. Say, he's like a scream king. For sure. Yeah. 
Also reminds me, I'm like, why am I recommending so many things? It's been a while. I think last spooky season I recommended this, but Scream Queens is so funny. Like, if you haven't seen that show, it's so good. I have not. I have to watch it. <laughs> like, I'm so behind on everything. It's good. And the cast is all top notch. Season two gets a lot of hate, but um, season one, super solid. I enjoyed both seasons, but it's good. Um, Kiki Palmer is in it. Uh, she's my favorite. Mm-hmm. But there's also, like... Uh, What's her name? I she's, love Kiki Palmer. She's from Were the Millers. Um, Emma Roberts. Oh yeah, Emma name? Roberts. Yeah, she's in it. Um, it's good though. The show's good. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we can wrap this up. It's uh, we're nearing oh, the hour now. Um, yes, don't forget to um, <laughs> uh-huh. the uh, the spooky club. Oh my god! Good reminder. We're starting a book club. How could I forget? Um, I was so excited about it, like, two days ago, and then I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yes, we are starting a book club. However, us, we, the two of us, and we know our listeners, we're busy people, right? We're all busy people. Yes. So I can't keep up with other book clubs. So what we're doing is starting the Spooky Tales Book Club for Busy People. Mm -hmm. That's the name of it. (laughs) Yes. And so we're going to read a book. We're going to take our time to read it. Maybe a couple months. I don't know. Whenever we're done reading it, we'll send out a questionnaire with like book club discussion questions on the book we're reading. Mm-hmm. You can fill it out like and send it back, email it back to us or you can send us a voice note with your questions, with your answers. I mean, mm-hmm. um, either or, you know, if you want your answers read on our episodes, these will be like released in addition to, you know, our normal episodes because mm-hmm. they're not going to be like a lot. They're going to be like, I don't know, every two, three months. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and just so that the first month is easier, I was thinking we should do the Gods of Jade and Shadow. Fuck, Gods of... Jade and Shadow. Gods of... Oh, yeah, okay, that is what I was gonna say. Gods of Jade and Shadow by Silvia Mm -hmm. Moreno-Garcia. It has the Eshtabai in it. Mm -hmm. It Like, things we've talked about are in this book. Uh, It's a fun book. It's good. Um, I love it. We both love it, I should say. (laughs) I forgot Um, half of it, though. (laughs) Yeah, me too, which is why it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll reread it. Uh, we'll send out the discussion questions if you want your answers read right on the podcast. And then we'll just record an episode where we'll do like a plot summary of it. And then we'll answer those discussing questions. Carmen is going to be a guest on these episodes because she also wants a book club. Yes, <laughs> I am excited. I love book club. But like, as you said, I cannot keep catch up with others. And yeah. Yeah, so I'll have a a link to sign up in the show notes so you'll just click the link and just say yeah i want to be part of the book club and so when you do that once we finish a book you'll receive the questions Mm -hmm. um and you can send them back to us and yeah first book gods of jade and shadow by silvia moreno garcia and we have a whole list of books already but we'll once we're done with one and we record that episode then we'll pick the next one but we're gonna take our time with it you know yes Because we have like, I'm like currently reading two or three books right now, which I need to finish. Yeah. And I just, uh, I read books for Historias Unknown, my history, Mm -hmm. an American history podcast. And I don't read anything else because I don't have time. (laughs) Busy people. (laughs) Yeah. Hence, Spooky Tales Book of for Busy People. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm so glad you reminded me about that. Uh, Yeah, I was staring at my book. Because yeah, I was going to forget I'm currently reading The Gathering Dark, which is an anthology of folk horror. And it reminds me of um, 
what is it called? What's that book called? Spooky story or what is it? Scary stories to tell in the dark or something? Oh yeah. So yeah, it, yeah. it has like the same vibe where it's just a collection of uh different stories and it's yeah. by different authors and I was like. There's something having to do Ooh. with books. And then my brain went, yeah, uh, book club. We were going to talk about books. Book club. I love the connection there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah, um, thanks for listening. And if you encounter, if you're at the hospital of San Juan de Dios and a nun offers you water, just accept it, you know, so she can rest. Yeah. <laughs> what I know. <laughs> but that's what we're telling you to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And if you want to join the book club, just uh, click the link in the show notes. Um, if you want more bonus episodes, whatever, whatnot, uh, join the Patreon. And yeah, stay spooky. We will catch everyone next week. Bye. Bye.